Welcome to day two of our Holy Week devotionals for 2022. I'm Paul, one of the staff pastors here at South Charleston First Church in the Nazarene. Today is Holy Monday. Let's continue reading from the 11th chapter of Mark. Yesterday, we left off with Jesus and his disciples leaving the city of Jerusalem to spend the night in the nearby village of Bethany. We begin with Mark chapter 11, verse 12. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In this scripture, we see a glimpse of a Jesus who isn't nicey-nice and who undertakes some actions we might consider harsh. First is the cursing of the fig tree. The tree looked like it should be bearing fruit, but it was all just facade. The tree had beautiful leaves, but it was advertising fruit, and it wasn't even the season where it should have had fruit. If we had continued to read, this scripture would have taken us on to the next morning, where Jesus and his disciples pass by the fig tree again and see that the tree, which had looked so healthy the previous day, has lost all of its impressive foliage and has withered. They shouldn't have been surprised. After all, they'd heard Jesus speak peace to a storm and had seen him speak forgiveness and healing to people with disabilities and disease. But they were surprised. And we might be too if we're honest, because this action seems destructive, not creative. It seems damaging, not healing. And then Jesus goes to the temple, and in a very famous account, he turns over the tables of those selling sacrifices, and he drives the money changers out. The context here is that worshipers who were coming from afar would have to convert their money and buy the animal sacrifices they weren't able to easily travel with, and the people who had set up to do this seemingly helpful service were charging outrageous fees, cheating the worshipers, and profiting from people who were just trying to do the right thing. Again, if we've let ourselves place Jesus in a place where all he can be is inspirational and kind and nice, these incidents are a little bit of a shock to the system. But they're related, and they are relevant. In both of these cases, Jesus' actions were meant to send a powerful message to those watching. Think about it. He knows that in four days he will be crucified. These are his last few days with the disciples before that happens. They've missed so much of the meaning behind his teachings so far, and he really wants to drive some points home for them. The point is similar in both the fig tree and the temple incident. Israel had become barren, putting on a good show, but was bearing no fruit, and in fact had become corrupt. Israel needed a savior, and Jesus was there to be one. Many would still miss it, but those who were paying attention got it. They needed a reset, and in his surprising actions, Jesus was foreshadowing the amazing new start he was about to provide. Maybe you're in a place right now where Jesus is trying to tell you some difficult things. Maybe you're tempted to dismiss them because they're not nice, they're not easy, they're not comfortable. It still may be his voice. He is good, and to paraphrase Stephen Sondheim, good is different than nice. He calls us to difficult things. He calls us to things that might be unpopular. And there are times when Jesus wants to reset us in the best possible way, to stop us from heading down a wrong path with the authoritative voice of a parent whose child is running into a busy street. He longs to set our feet back on the right path, headed the right direction. Listen to his voice. Learn from him.
Let him cleanse your heart from corruption and fruitlessness. That's it for today. Join us each morning this week for another devotional thought leading us up to Easter. You're invited to join us for our Tenebrae Service of Shadows at South Charleston First Church of the Nazarene at 7 p.m. on Good Friday, and then join us on Easter Sunday at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. for a celebration of the resurrection. And thanks for being a part of the family.